expected to become a father. <laughs> why are you why laughing? You're so why is mean, Jonoda. Wow. <laughs> no. The most inappropriate laugh ever. No, I'm, I'm... I just thought of calling Alex daddy. <laughs> And welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai, and joining me tonight, I have our wizard of wait what, Chinoda. I require sustenance. <laughs> oh boy, he's hungry, folks. He's gonna eat all of us. And our chivalry of Shota's Shotaro. I'm beautiful and perfect. I look like Linda Evangelista. I'm a model. Um... Hi. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, before we get into what we're actually talking about tonight, which is a, a topic that was suggested in our Discord server by one of our uh, one of our listeners, uh, Chinoda, you have some news to talk about. I do have some news. So, earlier this week, the Dragon Ball Super movie Broly came out. Now, this is the new Broly movie that's actually canon in the story. And it was actually rather good. It's already made over $7 million, which is impressive on itself. And I only see it making more money as it goes along. Um, not to mention, uh, I actually went and saw the movie myself. And while story-wise, it wasn't that amazing or anything. I mean, come on. It's Dragon Ball. You don't go there for story. <laughs> um... The animation, the fight scenes, uh, the music, it was actually all rather wonderful. So, it's a fun movie to watch. I, I recommend go go see it if you have the chance. If not, you're not really missing out on uh, too much. You can just catch it on online wherever when it comes out there. So, yeah. I, I assume it eventually be on Funimation streaming service at oh, some Oh, without point. a doubt. Without doubt, but that's probably not going to happen for a good while. Did you watch it subbed or dubbed? Uh, I actually in the theaters I watched it dubbed, and they did a rather good job. Uh, the dub cast for a uh, Dragon Ball franchise has always been very spot on, and it was enjoyable, definitely enjoyable. Doesn't Vic Mignogna play Broly? I'm honestly not sure, but Broly didn't have too many lines, so other than, you know, screaming. That's one thing that will never that's, change yeah. with Broly. He screams. That's a lot. That's one thing that'll never change with Dragon Ball in general. Is there's gonna be lots of screaming. Oh yeah. Lots and lots of guys screaming in your ear. Fight <laughs> orgasms. <laughs> So I will say this: I, I have I'm not a Dragon Ball fan at all. Haven't watched Dragon Ball since the '90s. Um, I I I would say that the fact that this made seven million dollars so far is impressive, but 
I also feel like it has an unfair advantage in the fact that Funimation was going to try and screen this in as many theaters as it could and give it an actual extended run of like a week or more. Yeah, that's where... definitely been helping out its uh, numbers without a single doubt. Yeah, whereas I think if more anime movies were to be done like this, they might make multi-millions of dollars too. Just throwing that out there. Just come on. You can do it. I want to see I want to see more anime movies in in US theaters for more than just a day. I'll definitely like to agree more, to that. Um, more uh, anime premieres in theaters. <laughs> no. TV no, shows. that's something I don't want cuz I've talked to you about this before. It fucking pisses me off when they show fucking TV shows in movie theaters. I why would you do that? Why would you go to a movie theater and watch a 23 and a half minute episode of a TV show? I don't understand. Wait, have they actually started doing that? Yeah. That they did that for Attack on Titan Season 3. Hashtag not worth it. Oh, God. I love Attack on Titan, but not worth it, honey. Why Why would you do that? Why would you go? Because, like, a movie, a, a ticket to the movie theater costs you, like, what, 13, 14 US the dollars? experience, Alex. You can't put a price on pleasure. Yeah. Well, you even <laughs> well, you said it wasn't well, worth it. You want you, that. <laughs> Listen, well, you can get a hand job in a movie theater, I suppose. Um, but but even you you're a you're a art attack on Titan fan and you went and saw that in theaters and even you came away with the impression that it wasn't worth it. Okay, there are two two things I have to say. They didn't show me the OP in the premiere and they showed How are they the not o- gonna show the OP? I know. Box? I was so pissed off. I'm like, I came I I went out to this goddamn theater, you're not gonna show me the fucking OP. And then when it aired on Crunchyroll in the first episode, there was an OP. And I'm like, excuse me? Excuse <laughs> me. And second of all, the third season of Attack on Titan, the first episode wasn't that great in general. It was just like plot. It was not like, you know, action. So I, even if it was for a show that I loved, I still, I don't think I would do it. Like, it just, monetarily, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if, if it were, like, a feature based on a show that I loved, then yes, but not a single episode, no. I'm, I just can't, monetarily, I can't make that work in my head. To pay $13 to see a single episode of a show, that's, like, fucking Sentai prices right there. Which is ridiculous on itself. <laughs> yeah. Sentai does a great job with their dubbing and they put together really great like packages for their special special edition releases, but you gotta be a fucking banker fucking lawyer to buy their box sets. They're not making their products affordable and that's gonna cost no. them in the long run. But that's a whole nother episode. Yeah, Shall we get uh, on to our yes, main topic? Yes. Yes, we should. Um, all right, so the the topic that we actually are going to be talking about tonight, like I mentioned, is something that was uh, brought up and uh, suggested by uh, a user on our Discord server, uh, Chris. So thank you, Chris, for this uh, episode idea. Again, Shout out to Chris about, for always giving us I, such beautiful I know. suggestions. Well, his nickname on the Discord server is Big Brain Idea Man. So and he deserves <laughs> reason it for that. Yes. All right. So the topic that we are going to be talking about is um, so the three of us that are here have been watching anime and re- and or reading manga for a significant amount of time now. Many, many it years. It was all a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're going to talk about some specific characters in anime, manga, etc. that are that they have inspired us in some way or that they reflect parts of us uh 
or that they have they have helped us relate to something in our lives in some way, shape, or form. So that's what we're going to talk about tonight. So I'll go ahead and start off with this. So I want to talk about two characters in particular and how they have impacted me personally in very similar ways, and that is Rei Kiriyama from March Comes in Like a Lion and Kakeru Naruse from Orange. Now, both of these characters in very different ways suffer from depression. I do too. So obviously that's one way that I can definitely rate these characters, but it's how both of these characters kind of sort of overcome their depression is how I relate to them even more. So I want to talk for a second about uh, Rei Kiriyama from March in that if you have, if you've watched or li- listened to our uh, March comes like a lion spoiler cast, I talked about this in that too. Um, but Ray is someone who has lost a family twice now, and he feels as though he's alone, but yet he's still coming to grips with the fact that there's another family that sort of, for lack of a better term, adopted him. And it's really great watching him sort of come out of his very, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of, very self-centered funk of where he all he can think about is what he does for a living, which is play shogi, and open himself up to these this new family that sort of invited them in, him into their lives, and it's it's great to watch because when I was kind of going through my really bad period of depression in like late middle school, early high school, um, I kind of felt lost in sort of the same way that Ray does where he didn't exactly know what the right thing to do was even though so many people were showing him this kindness so it's certainly something that I relate to in that way and secondly I want to talk about Kakadu so Kakadu from Orange is depressed in a way in which he's very su- he's suicidally depressed um, and I think we actually talked about this on an episode of the podcast before too we did um, we actually, I think we did an entire like half an episode one time where we talked about Orange while it was airing, <laughs> mostly because show hated it. Oh God, what a flaming train wreck! <laughs> but anyway, so he is he is he's depressed to the point into which he's suicidal because well I don't think I should say because that's kind of a spoiler. Nice. <laughs> I think I should say why he's depressed because he's that's kind of a spoiler. But I myself had got to that point where I was so depressed that I was suicidal so much so that I actually did attempt to take my own life once. Uh, obviously it didn't work. So I'm, I'm a failure at everything, including killing myself. Alex. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, um, but it was great being able to watch that because especially toward the end of that show, regardless of, of how good or bad it actually was that actually made me cry because it took me back to that time in my life where I was really like, I was really that way. And it's like, my God, how, how close I was to not even being here right now. And watching that, and especially watching that along with Ray's like growth throughout March comes like a lion really put a lot of what I went through into perspective. And it made me kind of come to terms with like, I've actually, I won't say I, I won't say I've gotten over it because you never actually get over depression. That's something I have to live with for the rest of my life. But it helps me live with it because 
I can see myself reflected in both of these characters. That's it. I I know I started this off with something really deep and heavy, and it's like I didn't mean to. I also have something heavy. If I, you're finished. Uh, yeah. I mean, I know that you you didn't like orange at all, so I will actually ask about your feelings about that. Did you actually watch all of March, or did you watch any of it? Who are you talking to? Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, I watched it all. Hmm. I don't know why I watched it all. I regret watching it all. But, you wow. know, the actually, um, how you worded your experience with March was interesting in that, like, uh, you said that Ray was in his own funk, uh, like, his own self-centered funk, and then he couldn't really see what was around him. And, you know, since you say it like that, I can definitely also relate to that uh especially when i was in high school and i was super stressed and um not in the best place in my life i can definitely relate to being in a self-centered funk and not like being able to see beyond what i was dealing with in, in my immediate vicinity and being like you know there's there are people that there are people that care about you and also everything that's happening right now is like it doesn't really matter so yeah. i can relate in that way i would like to say that this has absolutely nothing to do with what you just said but i look back on that like my high school years and i think how did i ever find this stressful <laughs> like how did i ever find a, a eight to two day stressful <laughs> oh honey <laughs> I work 12-hour days now. Like, I look back and say, how is 8 to 2 stressful? It's a good question. But anyway, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just, I really, I really, I love Ray Kiriyami. He's one of my favorite anime characters ever. I, I have also recently just started reading the manga. And God, it's just, it brings up so many emotions. I find it hard to relate to the premise of uh, March Comes In Like a Lion because... The the three sisters are supposed to be like a relief and like a sanctuary, but they're to me they're annoying. So <laughs> Wow. So I don't I can't I can't get on I can't get the proper message that, that it's trying to tell me because I don't I don't feel what it's trying to make me feel. Hmm. Sorry. <laughs> I, I mean why are you apologizing to me? I didn't write it. <laughs> Alright, so did you want to say something? <laughs> okay. Now, so a uh, character I chose to um, uh, to relate to is Colin Stockfeld from Code Geass. In particular, her relationship with her mom. Um, and specifically in that her mom at... Well, this is like very, very minor spoilers for Code Geass. It's um, extremely minor, so you don't really yeah. have to be worried about it. So yeah, so um, so her mom uh, later, like in the middle of the show, uh, gets addicted to these drugs that cause m- you to live in the past and not think about the present, like kind of like hallucinogens. And then Colin, you know, hates her mom for various reasons, and um. One of those reasons is that, you know, she's doing drugs. That's just one of the many reasons that she hates her mom. 
Um, and then there's a scene when the re- rebels are doing a sting raid on a drug factory uh, where Colin is um, raiding the place in her mecca. And she finds her mom in, in the drug factory and she's like, fuck, my mom is here. I don't know what to do. I'm being shot down by Britannians. And um, if I don't protect my mom, she's going to die. But if I protect my mom, then I won't be able to fight the Britannians and I will die. So in that particular scene, she was like struggling. Like, I have to abandon my mom or I will die. But in the end, she decided that she would struggle really difficult struggle through the whatever the um britannian assault and protect her mom even though it would have been more convenient if she just abandoned her and that that very particular scene i relate to because my mom is an alcoholic and i've had uh my relationship with her is very strained because of that and my entire immediate family's relation with relationship with her is strained because of that but i can relate to um the struggle of like i want i don't want to say wanting to abandon but like being so fed up and frustrated with her but at the same time finding the strength within yourself um to plow through the frustration and find a way to stay by her side even though it's a really hard time for both her and you so in that way i really connected with how colin felt and not only did i connect but like it also served at the same time as an inspiration to, you know, um, just keep being strong for myself and for her. So, yeah, that's one of the characters that really helped me get through a hard time in my life. Wow. (laughs) This is the deep cast here. (laughs) Don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely understand that it's... It, first of all, I actually really love that episode of Code Geass. Oh uh, personally. Um, it's actually one of my favorite episodes of Code Geass. Um, actually, just a lot of stuff involving Colin was really good episodes, in my opinion. Um, but it's it's difficult dealing with someone that's close to you. It doesn't necessarily have to be a family member. It can be a really close friend, but just dealing with someone close to you that has a, has an addiction to drugs, it's it's not easy. Nope. And, I mean, there's, there's many different ways that you can get through it. Uh, certainly, there's a lot of different ways that the person who's actually addicted to the drugs can get through it. Um, but a lot of times, what a lot of these people need is someone there who isn't addicted to the drugs to tell them, like, that they have someone there for them that actually loves and cares about them and wants them to get better for themselves. Yeah. From my own personal experience... I would say for anyone struggling with someone addicted to a substance, like 
that patience is really key and like understanding and like not getting it's basically to me the biggest thing is patience not getting like not jumping to conclusions and like playing a blame game or anything it's all about rehabilitation not about you know uh penalization um and just i mean that wasn't really expressed in the scene with colin but like i'd also like the dub actor actress for colin just the way that she was struggling between she had um her mom in her in the hand of her mecca and she was clearly taking fire from her from the back um of her mecca and like her mecca was falling apart and like i have she was just the way that her voice actress was could you could see you could you could hear the agony in her voice and that she didn't want to leave her mom but she felt that she had to and yeah so that also really helped with the scene and um yeah all right uh was that it yeah yeah (laughs) well good luck (laughs) chnota because i see nothing deep on your list yeah i I, uh i'm trying to i've been racking my brains trying to figure out how i'm gonna follow you two up after all that jesus thank you for sharing but christ (laughs) hey we're opening up here man i'm not good with that god damn it okay fine 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 so for me maybe it might not be as deep but a way i want uh a character has impacted me is how naruto tries to be there for his friends when they need help and like it's not just physically being there but being there emotionally for them and uh being there in a mental way for them as well now i couldn't remember uh any specific uh scenes and not to mention that'd be a lot to go through all the that whole also, series many to... spoilers many spoilers oh yeah like way too many spoilers to go through um but a lot of uh anime characters honestly not just naruto uh try to be there for uh their friends and it's helped me out in the way that it made me realize that i do need to try to be there more for my friends because uh when i initially came over to this country it was a it was obviously a complete reset i didn't know anyone here i didn't have any bonds i didn't have any set friendships nothing it was all completely new so i had to i had to do everything from beginning and it it was tough like initially i moved to california um that's where we landed and stayed for a couple of months uh, before we came over to Maryland, and I just started uh, making friends and such before we moved again, and that was expressively hard because it was just like, oh, we're already away. And I'm sure there's a good amount of you that sort that already knows this, especially the military kids. You guys already know what that's like, just constantly moving around, not being able to make bonds because... What's the point of it? You're just not going to see them for who knows how long, if ever. 
So it, it was difficult. I didn't know if we would even uh, move again or what was going to happen next. So for a good couple of years, uh, spoilers, I did end up staying in Maryland for the rest of it. Um, How is that a spoiler? <laughs> spoilers on my life. <laughs> uh, but for a good couple of years, I... Uh, only made a couple friends at most, and um, even those weren't too deep of a bond. It wasn't until I really started getting into anime and seeing, hey, people are there for each other, and um, they try to, uh, friends are actually there for each other, and I realized, hey, I should probably try to be there for other people, actually talk to them, make friends with them, and it would probably help me out in the friends department. And you know what? It did. I was there to listen to uh, the lonelier people, the people who who might say hi now and then, and I was like, you know what? Let me give them a chance. And through that, I've actually managed to uh, make bonds, make lifelong friendships, and I'm thankful for uh, characters uh, that helped me realize that the possibility for it is there. And they helped uh, teach me that it was possible to make acquaintances and friends in such regards. All right. Well, it wasn't quite as deep, but it was deeper than I thought it would be. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I put, put my own <laughs> spin to it. Considering the source material being referenced to. Naruto. <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? Listen, it you is deeper what? than uh, face appearance, okay? I will defend I mean, that. Listen, Chinoda, you can make friends. Just believe it. I'm going to kick you out of the nope. Discord server. I swear to God. Nope. 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 <laughs> nope, it's a good joke. It's a good joke. It is a good joke, but I'm It's upset. actually, it's the, it's, uh, you know what, at this point, that's the anime equivalent of a dad joke. It really is. Oh. Oh, my. God, why? I think he's, I think he's going to eat us. We better, we better hurry. Um, I do want to, like, yeah, friendship is a tricky thing, especially when you have to move somewhere new. Uh, not that I would know. I grew up in the same town my entire childhood um but having heard that story over and over again from people who did move around a lot uh i think even if you know you're gonna be somewhere for a short amount of time i still think it's important to try and make friends while you're there i think even if you're if you know you're never gonna physically see them again or you're pretty sure you're never gonna see them again i mean you can still today for sure you can you can keep in touch online and stuff like that so and just because you're not like right in front of each other all the time doesn't mean that you can't be friends. Like, although I think everyone in this podcast, except for Natai, I have met in person. Uh, I still consider Natai a friend, even though I've never met him in person. Most and you know definitely. what? Yeah. Naruto can teach you that too, because he was friends with Gara and he hardly ever saw it. Aha. See, I brought it back around Naruto. That was good. That was that was good. I'll, I'll be I'll be honest. I'm impressed. <laughs> That's called a retransition. <laughs> All right. So shall we move on? Let's. Because uh, I have I have something I want to talk about. Since since you show you mentioned family, I do want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. So 
I'm getting older. <coughs> older. <clears throat> I'm almost 30. <laughs> almost, not quite. And as I have gotten older, I've thought more and more about if I actually do one day want to become a father. And I've been thinking about what kind of father I would want to be if I decided to become a father. <laughs> why are you why laughing? This, You're so mean, Jonoda. Wow. <laughs> no. The most inappropriate laugh ever. No, I'm, I'm, I just thought of calling Alex daddy. <laughs> I think I'm you already have to. a son. I'm sorry. Alex. I'm sorry. Come on. Don't. You already have I'm a son. Trying. I'm trying to be as serious. I know. I'm sorry. I'm gonna choke you out, I swear to God. Perfect father. So, uh, yes. <laughs> so I have been back on track. I have been thinking about what kind of father I would like to be. Um, and although I have a type of like example in my own father, I don't want to be exactly like my own father because while I don't have any malice towards my father, he is not perfect. But, and not to say that this character is perfect either, um, but Kohei Inuzuka from Sweetness and Lightning, a.k.a. the dad in Sweetness and Lightning. Um, if you've never seen Sweetness and Lightning, it, it's basically, not to spoil anything, It first of all, go watch it. It's cute as fuck, um, and it will warm your heart like nobody's business. But it's about a, a man who becomes a single father, as a, a teacher and he has to raise his daughter basically alone. And it, it it's great watching it because you get to see this great father daughter dynamic that you, you really don't see. First of all, in fiction in general, there's so few stories that revolve around single fathers. So it was great to watch it in that respect, but there's also not a whole lot of, of anime that deal with this father daughter dynamic dynamic in the way that sweetness and lightning did so definitely go watch it for that alone but kohei actually just exhibits absolutely wonderful traits of what i think a father should be he's genuinely loving and caring towards his daughter he wants the best for um and he tries his best given that he has a hectic schedule as a teacher to provide as much of his own time that he can for her to do things like, well, the show is kind of, is mostly about cooking. So that's what they do a lot together. Um, but they also take time out. If you read the manga, cause the anime itself doesn't delve that deeply into it. But if you go and read the manga, you find that they do a lot more stuff together besides just cooking too. Um, it was great watching that dynamic develop over the course of the anime and the manga. Now that I've read it, um, and I just think that a lot of the 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 traits that he exhibits as a father are some of the same kind of traits that I would I would like to be able to exhibit if I do become a father at some point. Also, there's something else that he does. So there there is an an episode of the anime and a chapter in the manga where he gets like properly upset at his daughter and instead of he had he has this initial reaction to spank her for what she does but he stops himself from doing it and instead sits her down and tells her why what she did was wrong and why she shouldn't ever do it again and 
I know that that's one as a father, because my father has told me this too. It's one of the hardest instincts to stop yourself from doing, but it's also when when you don't do it and you sit down, it's actually it's 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 what you should actually strive to do when you actually sit down with your child and explain what they did wrong and why they shouldn't do it again. That's what you should do. He is indeed dad goals, and yes, I have utter respect for him for that. So I have to I, I have to ask. Although this is this might be too personal, but so feel free, show if you don't actually want to as, answer this question, not to answer it. As as a gay man yourself, do you actually ever want to become a father? Um, for a long time I didn't, and I don't know what my answer is right now. Hmm. Fair. Maybe enough. it's something you'll figure out once you get older. I I'm just curious so. because I, Listen, I don't know if you'd ever actually thought about first, that. First, I need a husband. Then we can think about children, okay? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. A lot of that might actually depend on whether your husband ends up wanting children. I guess. Honey, I'm the one who calls the shots in this relationship. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> what about you, Chinoda? You ever think about becoming a father? I think long, I've Long like... pause. <laughs> What? You, there was a really long pause there. I was like, Chinota's is, is like, the answer just going to be no? Chinota, you're like so young though, right? He's 23, I oh, think. Oh. Okay. Did I get it right? Like, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, that's that still pretty young. Nah. You, you old goods. Bitch, there's 13-year-old boys having kids. What are you um, talking about young? What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, no, that, that's a thing. That's... That's been a thing for a long time, unfortunately. It's certainly a thing here in the South where I live. I just, I don't want to think about that. Please. Don't, just don't. Yeah, you really Please. don't. Anyways, moving on from past that. Um, I wouldn't mind having someone that I could uh, pass some knowledge and values down to. It, it would certainly be a experience it's i've been from everything we've known told throughout history it's the most challenging and rewarding experience to ever done be a parent and yeah i honestly would not mind if it wasn't for the fact that the state of the world is as is and it's constantly (laughs) only getting worse i would not want to i would not want to give someone life and say I brought you into the world as is and good luck with it I'll teach you what I can but it's only going to get worse because us humans are just constantly shitting on everything and I I can't condone that and so I would have to answer currently right now no if things get better maybe I'll change my mind but as is, no. Could always use what my mom used to use for discipline on me. She always used to say, "I brought you into this world. I'll take you out." I mean, it's you a, worry about it's not even up. a discipline issue. That's that's easily taken care of. Um. <laughs> okay. Sorry. All right. Sorry, it's a so, bit morbid, but that that's just I, my I, view on it. I mean, it's a perfectly valid thing. Like, so. uh 
fun fact about me, I was an unplanned child. Um, my parents actually decided right when they got married that they didn't want to have children because they thought the state of the world was so shitty back in the mid eighties. Um, so yeah, just because you don't think it's going to happen. The world did get better for a time. Just just because you don't plan on it don't mean it can't happen. This is true. It's also (laughs) entirely possible there's already little me's running around out there. Whoa. God. That terrifies me. Okay, well, before we we have a a child custody battle here on the podcast. (laughs) Not mine. (laughs) Yeah. All right, you have something else you want to talk about, Show? Yeah, I also have something to say about um, family. So, uh, this is very complicated. I don't know where to start. It's almost sound like really begrudging sigh. <laughs> because it's such a complicated thing. Okay, so a lot of Western media that I grew up watching, um, the concept of family would be something that is like uncool like you want to distance yourself as much away from it as possible and like be independent do your own thing that kind of message is what i would get from western media so to me it was a big culture shock when i started watching anime because i saw a big trend in a lot of the different anime i watched where um there would just be this unconditional love um for your family you be like your siblings could okay, not sexual we're not this is not going there but like i've read enough to you to no, know where this is not, going no, no 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 okay like your siblings or your parents or your children um just unconditional unwavering uh love and support and like not even tongue-in-cheek not even cheesy just like flat out serious um love that i see like a lot um and it was very surprising for me and it um it made me think about my uh values <laughs> and one of the shows that i think uh hit me the hardest was attack on titan um the first episode of the first season where you know we see uh the main character aaron like not really caring about his mom just being like fuck you mom i do what i want and i don't care and then he was like whatever and then you know the mom ends up dying and you can tell that aaron like he tried to save her like even though he was such a dick to her um on a daily basis he still went to try and save her from the rubble and he was still heartbroken by when she actually, you know, died. But um, that really hit me hard in that, like, you take you if you take um, the people that love you for granted and they won't be there forever. And when they're gone, you're going to regret it. So um, in my own family, you're certainly going to regret it if you're addicted to them. Yeah, exactly. So, like, in my own family, there's uh, a bit of bad blood between, like, um, the extended family and all these different people. And uh, a lot of my immediate family hold grudges. And, you know, 
they don't want to they don't want to forgive and forget they don't want to make up and for me personally i've decided like not to hold grudges not to not to like get caught all up in the drama and just you know just appreciate the people i have for as long as i can because i know i'm going to regret it if i don't so that is a major lesson um that i've learned through anime and it's definitely it's definitely something like yeah it's <laughs> it's definitely something like that's maybe i don't know i don't know how to end this but yeah that's something i learned from anime yeah I, well i will say the thing you said about b- before like doesn't just apply to family it can apply to friends too like because your friends can die just as easily as your family can yeah it's very very similar messages yeah um in fact i actually had something like that happen once when i was in uh, high school there was a guy who i was friends with and he did something i won't actually repeat what it is on here because it's it may be slightly illegal Um, oh no (laughs) and then he tried to implicate me in it even though i had nothing to do with it and i uh i may have had a few choice words for him and then you know, he said, well, I don't want to be your friend anymore anyway. It's like, oh, okay. At the time, of course, I didn't, I was very upset and I didn't say that. I said many very bad things that I now regret because three days later he was killed in a car accident. That's, that's such a complicated situation though. I know, I know, but I still feel bad about it to this day because the last thing I ever said to him was that he should go fuck himself. Well, well, honestly, I don't think that you should feel bad about that because, you know, you were in the heat of the moment. Um, but that's definitely hard. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I still I still regret that being the last thing I said to him. But then, I, it's, like you said, you never know. People you love or care about could actually could be dead tomorrow. And... When they when they go, the first thing you're think you're gonna think about is whatever the last thing you said or did with them was, because I had that I had this I've had three people in my immediate family kill themselves within the last five or no, six years. In now. your immediate family? Yeah, I had a cousin, I had a grandfather, and an uncle, all kill themselves in the last six years. Jesus, and you just you you don't know, which is why you shouldn't take things like that for granted yeah it's funny because like i well there's a lot of friends that i've just like burnt bridges with and i don't regret it at all i I don't know i don't know why i feel no guilt about friends but i feel guilt about family because you have a blood tie with those the family members i guess i don't know also i think it's worth mentioning that there, there are some some parts of our family that we don't like them because we actually see parts of ourselves in them. I don't think. You know what? <laughs> don't start with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say. See, you're thinking about it now, aren't you? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I completely understand what you're saying. Yeah, I, well, 
this is going to make me sound like such a dick because you're actually talking about some seriously deep stuff. Um, when you wrote down, so on the doc that we use to, to record these things with, I just saw that you wrote down Attack on Titan under the heading The Value of Family. My immediate response or thought about that was that, wait, he values his family getting killed by Titans? Yes, Alex. <laughs> Reading Comprehension 100. Yes. All right. Well, Chinoda. <laughs> wow. Um... <laughs> I like how we just keep going back to him. Like, well, it's your turn. Dance for us. How the fuck am I supposed to follow up? Good I think God. what you should talk about is the sense of humor thing that you wrote down. Okay. Let, let, let's let's lighten things up a little bit then, shall we? Please. We'll we'll end we'll end this on a couple of light notes. How about that? That's yeah. After after something like this, let let's do that. Okay, so daily lives of high school boys. I will never stop recommending it because good lord, Jack. it is a <laughs> it is a piece of genius. Is what it is. It's gold, comedy gold, baby. Um. It helped me realize that my sense of humor, it can be rather, um, to say the least, unique at times. Perverted? <laughs> unique is the word I prefer to use. Not just perversion, but like just in so many other ways. Sick, twisted, just completely wrong timing, and for some reason, I have a knack for it. Good God, I have a knack for it. I, like, it comes out of me faster than I can think about it. Like, I will say it, then I think about it, I'm like, oh, oh, that, no, no, time, go back. That's a, that's a no-no. That, oh, I should oh, really? not have done that. You mean like, you mean like laughing at the fact that I've thought about becoming a father? Yeah, exactly. See? You get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get it. I get it. I I get exactly where you're coming from, asshole. <laughs> and this is what it leads to. I can get in trouble. But um in all seriousness, for comedy <laughs> in all seriousness, uh I have realized that it is actually fine for uh my sense of humor to be like that it's not just me but there are others out there in the world with such a mistimed or uh just horribly well done comedy that's how do i put this it's okay to have a, a sense of humor that's so twisted <laughs> even if you have to Watch yourself a good amount Said of time. Said every serial killer ever. Oh my god. Whoa there. I have not killed anyone yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. This can and will be used against you in a court of law. Yeah. John, please edit this said. out. <laughs> I, did, I think I get what you're trying to say though. Because like having a bad sense of humor is better than having no sense of humor at all. Is it? Yes. I'd it rather is. I'd rather be around someone who laughs at inappropriate times than someone who never laughs at all. It's at the very least, it's a good coping mechanism. I will definitely say that. 
because at least it is a mechanism, even if it is different from a vast majority of people's uh, mechanism, which is just a immediate reaction of shock, of uh, sadness. There's a surprising amount of people that will just start laughing. I did not... I didn't realize that there were so many other people that will just try to laugh it off because there's no other way of them. There's a saying, better, uh, fuck, what was it? Get it right. Better to, <laughs> if you don't laugh, you'll start crying. <laughs> That's how I heard it. Um, very poetic. Yeah. I think I'm thinking there's a little bit more to that that he's left out. <laughs> Probably. That's actually the one I've heard. I I'm sure but, there are other versions, don't get me wrong, but that's the one that I know of. But bringing this back to Daily Lives of High School Boys. Yeah. That's one thing that Daily Lives is really good at because all the all the main characters in that show make very off-color jokes at very inappropriate times. Yeah, like it is so not okay a lot of the times and that just makes it even more funny and just more relatable and i especially when it find comes to literature endearing. girl yeah exactly <laughs> anything involving literature girl it's all it's all the wrong time like girl don't do this here this is not the right place this is not the right time and yet it works out so beautifully and everyone has a good couple of yucks yeah, at Literature Girl's expense. Yeah. She's so stupid. She's beautiful. She's mildly retarded, but very entertaining. Oh, God. Uh, Alex, do you... Uh... Well, I, okay, so I want to I end this on something kind of light. Okay. And so <laughs> I don't think I actually show wrote anything down for this in particular, but I'll ask him anyway. Have has an anime character ever inspired you to pick up a new skill or try something or want to learn more about something? I'll go with you, Chinoda, first. Has anyone? Hmm. We may be here a while. <laughs> I've uh, I forgot who this. This is an old memory, so I can't remember the character, but. I remember there was a old anime with a character that just loved to set stuff on fire. Oh my god. Uh is her name Megamine? No, no, no. This was this is like single digit 2000 era. Like this is from are way you, back then. Are you talking about Walker from Durarara cuz he's a pyromaniac? No, this was before Durarara. Like, like this to was set shit on fire. Yes, I don't remember who. I just remember like it's in the Okay, well, regardless of who or what it is, what did they inspire you to do oh, if they God. set shit on fire? Remember, this cannon will be used in a court. Of law. I have done nothing illegal. Okay, I will state that right here and now, and I won't talk about anything that would be like that. Oh um, no. <laughs> I feel like we're going to have to like, censor all of this in a few minutes. <laughs> what so, did you set on uh, fire, Chinoda? Who, who did you set on fire on a cross? 
Yo, whoa, whoa, no, go back like 300 steps, what the fuck? No, I just burnt like whatever pieces of paper or wood that, uh, oh my, that was just laying around outside in a safe, disposable way. I had a fire pit that I created out in the woods. <laughs> I'm very concerned with what I'm hearing right now. <laughs> it uh it it gave me a appreciation and a love of fire, the oh crackle my. of the flames, the oh snap God. of the woods. <laughs> what is Are you going sure? on? <laughs> Are you sure you're not talking about Megamine? <laughs> she definitely helped out. There's a reason I love her. But no, this is just Basic fire. Prometheus had it right! <laughs> I'm, you know what? I'm sitting here trying to rack my brain as to what anime you're talking about. I don't remember. FMA? It was something from so long ago. Yeah, Full Metal Alchemist? <laughs> Maybe? Oh. You got Listen, quiet. I'm going to have to get back to it later because it, it was from so damn long ago. Realize later we won't be fucking recording. <laughs> I'll just, like, make a statement sometime or something. <laughs> a public know. statement. <laughs> a public service announcement. By the way, the, the anime like, I was I talking remembered. about was this. <laughs> It'd be like five days from now. It's like, I fucking got it! It will be. I swear to God. It will be like five, ten days from now. I'll remember, like, oh shit, I remember. And then you'll forget who to tell it to. No, fuck that. I'm going to write it down. I learned. I learned to write that shit down so that I can Aww. take a look at it later. He learned. <laughs> against against all odds, he has learned. It, it was it was difficult. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. So one thing we definitely learned here is that you're a pyromaniac. Uh, used to be. I haven't done it in a good while. I, oh I still God. enjoy the. Need to do it again, though. I missed that oh. sensation. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> okay, I'm going to move this on quickly. Quickly before we get fucking investigated by the FBI. <laughs> so, a particular character that has inspired me to actually try and, and pick up a skill is uh, Yui Hirasawa from K-On!, the main character of K-On!. Uh, back when I first watched K-On!, I was really... I, 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 first of all, I fucking love K-On. I loved it from the very first minute I saw it. Um, I still think it's one of, if not the greatest anime ever made. I don't even, that's not, I'm not even saying that ironically. I legitimately believe that. Um, but watching this and watching the character of Yui teach herself how to play the guitar with very little outside help made me realize, well, maybe this is a skill I can teach myself in my spare time. So I actually, once I got finished watching uh, K-On, I actually went out and bought a guitar and attempted to teach myself to play. Now, that was when I first watched K-On. That was many years ago. You might ask, so Alex, how many songs can you play on the guitar? Well, the answer is still zero. I can play three chords. I can play three whole chords, and that's it. It's uh, but I, three more I chords than a good, uh, good rest of us. That's true. I did teach myself those three chords, so there is that. And I still have the guitar. But it did. It, 
it did inspire me to try and teach that to myself as much as I had actually failed to teach it to myself. <sighs> I'm a failure. We've established that. You at least make the attempt, though. That That's what really counts. Alright, so I know you didn't write anything down in the show, but are is there anything you've ever thought about trying because of anime? Uh... You know I'm a lazy bitch. I induce shit. <laughs> the closest thing I can think of, which isn't really directly related to any particular anime, is that I did um make an effort to uh learn the Japanese language for a couple months. Um but I never continued that. Um didn't it actually come in handy when you went to Japan last year? Oh, girl. That was that was quite an experience. It did come in handy. Um, if I knew how to... Like, okay, I studied for a few months. And um, when I went to Japan, I... Well, in Tokyo, they speak English. But, like, um, when I was going to Kyoto, I was staying at an inn. And they don't speak any English in Kyoto. Or not, not Kyoto whatever some some place it was an inn in like like at the edge of a lake like very very rural and they didn't speak any english and i had to negotiate with these people and honey japanese honey i can't i can't i can't do full sentences in japanese i can barely do full words girl that took a lot of uh that hurt me mentally um but i did get through it it was it was Just a great for time. Curiosity's sake, how did you manage to get the place then, or did like what happened? Girl, do it one word at a time. Oh, Patience God. is the key. <laughs> <laughs> See, you had to call these people on the phone too, didn't you? Yeah, so you had to like negotiate was, over the phone. I had to negotiate. So you could, you could I, had to use, ne- like, I had to negotiate the time that I was arriving over the phone. So- See, so you couldn't even you couldn't even use like hand gestures no. to point to things. <laughs> it was a miracle they understood what was going on. Uh, moshi moshi. Uh, <laughs> I actually I'd be done at moshi moshi. <laughs> I remember the conversation. I was like, um, "Oh God, no! I'm just gonna mess it up if I try to recreate it because I don't want to embarrass myself." <laughs> do it, embarrass yourself. That's no. what we're here. Why do you think we're no. here? <laughs> Why do no. you think we're here? No, 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 we're not doing this. But, <laughs> but it, yeah, you know, I should, I definitely want to um, get back to that, to learning Japanese. It's definitely like, like even if I just do it casually, not even like intensively, it's just, it's just fun to do. Honestly, it's quite fun just learning about all the different uh, characters and stuff. I would like to point out there are actual Japanese people who don't know that many kanjis. So. I know, it's true. But, like, same with English. Like, a lot of English-speaking native speakers can't even speak grammatically correctly. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's the best thing I could think of. God, I remember when I first came over, um, they forced me to go to ESOL uh, classes just because. And... I was apparently still speaking, writing, uh, and reading better English than a majority of people. And I was like, the fuck? 
you got in the class and you're like, why are you here? <laughs> I mean, I did need help with a good amount of things, but I was barely there. I pretty much was there, oh. and then I left, uh, and they're like, why was he... Like, he only needed help with a couple of things, and he would have just learned most of this on his own. It, it's funny, because when I was in high school, I took four years of AP Spanish, um, and there were actual, like, native Spanish speakers in that class with me, and I'm like, you know, why are you even here? Like, <laughs> you're making the rest of us look really bad. <laughs> I mean, credits, for people man. who know how to do it, it's a, it's just a easy grade. That is the thing. Yeah. It, oh, it is. It's uh, that's what they just say. Easy A. It's like, well, you're not wrong. Pretty sure that's not what that. Oh, wait. Never mind. Yeah, it's the funny American that, like... school system. You got to learn how to play it. <laughs> yeah. It's funny how like the Spanish. Um. Well, for me, it was French because it's in Canada. But um, those classes focus on, like, grammar and, like, words and spelling. And then, you know, English, you focus on literary criticism and yeah. metaphors and allusions. Well, the thing, is, the thing is, in actual English classes, they kind of assume that you already know the language if you're there. <laughs> At least in the United States. It's called, it's called double standard. Okay. I say that I meant I mean specifically high school English classes uh-huh. because I mean let's be honest if you if you're not well versed enough in English by the time you get to high school and you like were born and raised in an English speaking country might be something wrong with you. Wow, are you being racist? No, I'm being realist. Same difference, okay. different words. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. On that note, um, I know we have a lot of other stuff written here, but we've been talking for about an hour, so we should probably stop. I need an emotional break is what I need. <laughs> I know. We, I, I will say, we went we went way deeper on this than I thought we would. I, I'm, I'm kind of happy about that. I love a deep. Whoa. <laughs> But we're yeah, done. We actually, we we're done. yeah, we're done. We do have enough where we could actually come back to this topic at some time and and kind of expand on some of this stuff and talk about some of the stuff we we went over or we we didn't get to get to. Totes. It definitely has potential. We, we might definitely yeah. revisit this at a later date. So look yeah. forward to that. Yeah. Um. So again, thank you, Chris, on our Discord server for suggesting this topic. Um. It definitely got us to talk about some deep shit. Um. So th- and also thank you all of you out there for dropping in to listen to us we hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing the stuff to you if you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast you can find us on SoundCloud iTunes and YouTube if you want to keep up with what we're doing and have a little more fun you can join our Discord server become a member of our Facebook group follow our Twitch channel and visit our website and if you have any questions, comments, criticisms or concerns on this or any episode feel free to shoot us an email links to all of these things will be down below in the description as always I have been your host Alex and I will see you next time say good night everybody good night remember kids if you're emotionally damaged just keep it bottled away don't do drugs kids don't do drugs oh god Come on.